about is how I almost died. <laughs> 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 and how it was just like Shrek. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, can you insert a clip? <laughs> <laughs> No, that would be really good. Oh, no. no, please do it. <laughs> <laughs> so people can know what happened. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I almost had to give Mia the Heimlich before we started. Joking a little bit on, on the food on her way here. But <laughs> she's all the, McNuggets. On the McNuggets. <laughs> she's all good now. Uh, oh my uh, god. Yeah, that was that was pretty scary. But yeah. glad you're okay. Um yes. so what has been going are, are on? Are we live? Yes. Oh lit. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh hey. Hey. Uh, so you just had a, a show at, at CT. Yes. Oh, I sold out That's awesome. by like two people. Nice. So it, it seated 100 and the two people sat on the floor. So that was really nice. Just because, you know, it's like when you're an independent artist, like setting these things up and like booking them, it's sometimes it's like, are people going to come? Yeah. But it was really rewarding and it was so fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I went skiing a couple days later. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was really cool. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um. Yeah, I... Uh... I, I thought that was a really interesting venue. It's super intimate. Yeah. It, it doesn't really, I don't really see too many, too many bands there, but yeah. it's, uh, they it's really said, cool like, when I, I do. I was kind of one of the first, um, you know, they don't do it too often. So I'm one of the first like actual like bands to kind of, you know, host a show there, like album release show. So that was really cool to do it there. So I'm looking at other places to maybe start doing more shows, but it's a lot of work. I mean, you know. Um, putting things together and I'm not like a logistical event planner type person so having to teach myself that and make sure everything's lined up the way like I want it has been very interesting but it's worked out so far so that's good that's good and it's yeah. awesome and the the show had uh, Elise Young on it and yes oh she did amazing and everyone loved her and it it was just amazing I got so many compliments like from her well people about her and um so it was just awesome yeah it's a really cool cool duo it's a yeah. good ticket that's, <laughs> and, that's a good um, ticket we went to middle school and high school together so oh, very cool. i've always like you know known her and she was so inspiring and so cool and i just had to have her very so. cool very cool <laughs> do you have any like pre-show rituals um hmm not really um i mean i try to put myself in a really good mood which i usually am um, like excited and um but just being around people who make me laugh which you know is usually everyone <laughs> um, but um yeah just hanging out with the people i love and you know cutting up <laughs> very good it's usually kind of what i like to do <laughs> that's cool that's cool um so yeah like what what is kind of your i mean whenever i have a show i definitely wake up in a different kind of mood like yeah this is uh this is go time or this is uh it's a Super Bowl day. Yeah, <laughs> like, on like a what, wedding day almost. What, what's it's your like, what's your day? What's your day look like? Um, if I so you know I mainly just sing. So if I need to bring anything, um, which is usually very little because you know I just sing. Um, I like to load it up in my car the night before, 
make sure everything's ready to go so I can just walk on out and just, which, you know, make sure my car's locked so no one breaks in and steals anything. But um, just kind of, you know, definitely coffee, getting a nice meal, um, making sure everyone's ready to go and lined up, setting up, you know, the stage how I wanted and my merch table. And that's all me, which, um, you know, sometimes it's a little like, oh, you know, I'm so tired, but you know, it's rewarding in the end. Cause you know, you know, you did all that work and it pays off. So, <laughs> yeah. So w- what is like Lafayette's Christian scene look like? So you're playing this show, Cite des Arts, Lafayette, it's downtown, <clears throat> right, you know, right off of Jefferson street. And if, if you're coming into the area, I, I don't, I don't know too much of what that scene looks like in the area. Like yeah. what, what is the, the live venue version of Christian music in our area? Look yeah. Like? I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen like anything like it. I mean, like when I was in Nashville, I mean, there are these events um, that were titled like Christian music in a bar, which um I had a few friends who played at them, which I think is so cool because, you know, um, it doesn't really matter where you sing what you love. Um, so it's really cool that these venues like allow stuff like that. Cause you know, some people might be a little hesitant, um, like, oh, we don't want to listen to that. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's just, you know, how your music is. Um, cause it's just words, you know, that are meaningful, but at the end of the day, it's really just the music side. So that's when I, you know, was creating my music. I'm, I really love the Fleetwood Mac and Casey Musgrave. So I was like, that's the sound I want, but these lyrics that are the truth, to me, like, that's what I want to match um, the two together. Um, and I just don't really worry about, like, if I'm going to sell out or if I'm going to market well, like, as a Christian artist, because, you know, I'm doing what I love and I'm doing it for, you know, Christ. And I just think in the end, it's all going to work out and be great if, if you're happy and you feel you're doing the right thing. So, um, and I know Elise Young, she's she doesn't do Christian music. She just just she just does like indie pop and pop folk. Um, Definitely. But I just think like you know, if you do what you love and you know, it's just meaningful to you. It's like why not put her on the bill? You know, it's like we don't have to have the same genre. Um, Definitely. So, stuff like that. <laughs> that's, that's good thought, and honestly, yeah. it brings up a good point too of like. These are the words that you're singing and it, it really doesn't matter where if you are authentic and you really believe in what you're saying, then it shouldn't matter where you say yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. And my friend suggested Cite because I was thinking about a show. I was like, well, do I do it at a church? And well, and he was like, well, just do it at Cite. And I was like, oh, that is really cool. So I'm looking at um, the feed and seed and um, just also kind of like figuring out like, do I have alcohol me- like sold? Because, you know. Um, some people might be a little weirded out by that. So I'm still like learning like what I should do or what, you know, I shouldn't do, I, you know, um, but I mean, we're in Louisiana, so. Yeah, I, I think, <laughs> I think you can let people <laughs> yeah. like choose how, how to have a good time. Yeah. And so long as they're continuing to, yeah. to be safe in, in a space. Yeah, and, like, exactly. You know, and I do want space. like places where I can have children come. Um, so just learning all this, um, it's, it's cool. <laughs> very good yeah yeah so at these shows your your repertoire it's it's you know what percentage of originals to covers are you doing um so at the show we did 11 songs um and the, well, our 11th was um the encore 
Um, so seven were originals and then four were covers. And then those four were just songs that have inspired me, um, musically, lyrically, um, creatively. Um, so I just kind of had a wide range. I had some, a new song, some oldies, um, but yeah, I did everything from sweeter than honey. And then in September, I'm hoping to have another show, um, and sing some more newer originals. So. It's a lot of prepping, <laughs> but it's fun. The journey's fun. So with these originals, tell me about uh, this album that you just did, Sweeter mm-hmm. Than Honey, and, Sweeter than and honey. writing this album. <laughs> what was, whenever you're you're writing in, in your in your genre, do you feel your genre influencing your songwriting at all, or, or like you know, ultimately your 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 faith? What is that like having a relationship with your genre and your yeah. songwriting? Some songs are different um, than others. Um, some are. You know, a few songs that I've written have just been like struggling with faith and trusting um, and just kind of like having that conversation with God that I've had. Um, And then other songs, you know, just pulling from scripture um, and just writing based off of that. Um, So my album's pretty much a mix of that. Um, And, you know, I love the quirkiness vibe of things, anything, whether it's like fashion music, houses, you know, that's my style. Um, So just kind of like adding that in to, you know, the lyrics, if it is pulled from the Bible, like kind of putting a twist on it for, you know, for one of them, um, it's called banana bread and grape juice. And I kind of wrote it in the way of like, you know, God talking to a little girl, his little daughter, um, in the way in like why we take communion and why we do that. Um, and what that means, you know, to us, to me. Um, and I just thought banana bread and grape juice was a quirky name. Um, so things like that, I kind of just put a little twist on it and make it my own. So <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. So, so what was uh, what was it like going into recording this album? Yeah, so we did it December of twenty one, like two weeks before I was moving to Nashville, and I was so stressed already because you know we've planned so much. Now we're finally here, but also it's like. I'm moving to Nashville in two weeks. I don't have a house. Like I don't have a job. (laughs) Like, so all of that was in my mind while we were doing this. Um, so when like, you know, I, I tried to remember like not to worry about that when things were going on and like just to enjoy the moment and, um, just enjoy it with the musicians. And, um, but yeah, it was a little stressful, just everything, you know, cause I had planned so long for all of that you know, to happen. And it's like, finally here. It's just like, okay, (laughs) don't mess up. (laughs) But no, it was great. Um, we did it in a week and, um, yeah, it was really fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) So you're saying you you kind of have a couple of new songs that are coming out after this album, Mm -hmm. but how, how do you know whenever, what, what is the process for making the next album? What is it like, like your, your process of your getting inspiration for a song and then choosing, oh, these are all maybe going to be a part of a work. Like, is the, are these songs a part of this work? You know, yeah. is, is, do you have to consider that with every song or do you just kind of automatically uh, assort, um, assort them as kind of chapters in your life? Kind of chapters in a way. Like um, there were two songs that were supposed to be on the album, um, but I felt it wasn't really meant for it. So those are going to be the next songs that I do release. And um, I think, you know, I wrote them in a time where like, it really meant something to me and I needed that, but not for that season, but for a later season, um, if that makes any sense. Um, and I just think, you know, God works in weird ways and 
um, I thought about just chucking the songs like, uh, I don't need those, you know, could just be like a little, little, uh, draft or something. But lately I've been like, man, I really, you know, didn't need that song then, but I need it now. And, you know, my walk with the Lord and just trusting. And, um, so yeah, that'll be the next chapter. What was the, what was the Nashville chapter like? Did that affect your songwriting at all? Did it affect the way you thought about business at all? Yeah, um, I knew it was gonna be hard, and that's not the reason why I came back. And I knew coming back, like I was gonna have to answer those questions, which you know, the pride in me was just like, I don't want to answer these questions. And you know, I've had people, and I know they don't mean anything by it, but just like, oh, Nashville was hard. Oh you're back already. Like I, and I know I can't let that affect me cause I know they're not, they don't mean it that way. I'm going to have to give them grace for that. But you know, so I'm just like, Oh <laughs> no, uh, the Lord brought me back. And you know, it, it was, it was weird because, you know, so I had so many green lights leading up to moving to Nashville, everything was falling into place. And, you know, I prayed for it for years and I was just like, God's bringing me there. And I, I knew he did for a reason. And I knew he was at the time, but, um, you know, it's funny how he works sometimes. Like he just brought me back, um, to be a worship leader at the church that I grew up in. And, um, you know, I, I didn't, I haven't told much, many people this, but you know, when I got offered the job in July, so I was only in Nashville seven months, I really was going to turn it down. I was like, oh, you know, I'm just starting to like Nashville, like everything's starting, like, as in like a couple weeks, starting to look good. You know, I'm making a good Christian friend group. And, you know, I was just finding all these little things that were just making it great. Um, and I got off of the job and I was like, oh, you know, I just don't think it's right to, to go back and, you know, the way I thought of it, it was like, give up. Um, but just, I prayed about it and I thought about it. And the day I was supposed to have a phone call with my boss, Miss, Mr. Ed, Ed Gore, <laughs> um, I was like sitting on the couch waiting for the time to like hit, to call him and tell him like I wasn't coming home. And I just felt this like peace of just like, you know, I just felt like you're going home. So I like totally switched what I was going to tell him. And I said, yep, yeah, I'm coming home. Um, uh, and that night I told my roommate and I was very emotional, because, um, you know, it's just like we had connected and, you know, bonded and be became friends. And so it, it was hard to leave, but I knew that God brought me there to become the person I needed to be to do what I'm doing now. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to be back and, you know, I have a much greater appreciation for home and, you know, my family. I'm so glad to be close by family. Um, it just means a lot more to me. And. That's the reason why I believe God brought me away to come back, <laughs> even if it was quicker than I thought it would be. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. It takes, uh, sometimes it does take leaving to really yeah. appreciate what you, you gave mm -hmm. up. But uh, so tell me about what your new role at, at this new job is like. Yeah. What, what are you really, <laughs> what are you really doing? Yeah. So I'm the worship leader um, and it is kind of like, you know, a day job, you know, it's nine to five and. Uh, a lot of planning, staff meetings, um, but on Sunday, I get to sing for three services and worship with my friends, and um, it's really cool because, you know, I've always wanted to sing, you know, since I was five, and I never knew what that looked like. You know, when you say sing, it's like, oh, I'm going to be like Hannah Montana, <laughs> um, but it's really cool to see, like, how God brought me where I needed to be to, um, you know, do it for him, um, so yeah. It's really fun, and our our uh, team we're very quirky, so we have we have a good time all together. We 
bring out great the greatness in each other, <laughs> which is good for a team because sometimes people don't have that. So it's awesome. Do you think your your college experience helped you in this job at all? I mean, so let's talk about let's talk about this because I had to go to my high school. I, I got the privilege to go to my mm-hmm. high school and talk to kids about being a professional musician. Oh, really? And, That's in recently. You yeah, went? right. Recently. And, <laughs> That's awesome. And you know they're. I, they're talk, talking to me about college and they're talking to me about, you know, what they're about to have to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, I graduated five years ago in May and that's like, it's like everything I've done from then till now has just been kind of the beginning. Yeah. Even though it seems like it's been so much work and it's been so much, it's just now starting. Yeah. So what do you, how do you, do you think the college experience, you know, helped you? What, what would you say to some kid like that? Honestly, there's so many things I wish I would have said to these kids like, that I still didn't. This is like, I don't know it all. Yeah. I also wish I would have said that. Yeah. I, I don't know everything. But from my experience, you know, I had my own relationship with college. So what was what was your relationship with college and what would you tell a kid thinking about it? Oh, a few things. So, you know, I was on the fence of going to college, but my parents were very like, you're going to college. It can be whatever you want. Go. And I was like, okay, music business. Um, and it was, I, I thought, you know, I learned a lot. I made some connections and, you know, I was very involved in college. Um, but I kind of did it for the social aspect, not necessarily of learning and growing. Um, you know, I made good grades and I did all that, but I wish I would have paid attention a little more, (laughs) you know, and went to class a little (laughs) bit more. Um, and, you know, the, the music industry is changing every day. It's like, I don't even remember us learning about TikTok. And now that's like the entire music industry. And Mr. Scott, I remember him saying that, like, you know, what you learn now may be totally different. And that like hits almost every day because it's like, how do I do this TikTok thing? <laughs> like, I feel like a grandma because it's just like, it's not what I learned, <laughs> you know, like I kind of wish music was the old fashioned way, you know, um, but I understand why people only release singles now. And, you know, I have seen like, even though I, I knew what doing an album w- like was going to be like, I, you know, I just wanted to do it because I felt those songs, um, you know, worked well together and they all had a meaning together and they were a story. Um, but yeah, you can see when I look on my stats it it goes down from listens, which I knew that was going to happen. Um, but yeah, um, it's just, it, it's, it's, a weird world, you know, like everything's so fast and everything's so quick. Um, but, and like that, I finished college really quick. I wanted to get out of there. Um, I did it in three and a half years. Um, I just say, slow down, enjoy, enjoy the time, you know, learn as much as you can, <laughs> even if it is annoying sometimes. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I would have done that, but can't go back in time. So you can only move forward. Yeah. I think slowing down is a really good point. It's, yeah. um, to think that you know everything at 18 years old is kind of crazy. So yeah. being able to slow down and, and really just have a time to learn yeah. about who you are, what you're, what you are, um, what real life is. Yeah. Um, it takes, it takes longer than 18. Some people, you know, not so yeah. much, but some people, you know, they got to get thrown into life early, mm-hmm. but, um, to make a financial decision, yeah. About what you're going to do at 18. That's that's pretty it's 
pretty odd that it gets pushed on yeah on kids so hard so yeah but i don't know i i think i i think i va- definitely value the social aspect yeah i definitely met a ton of people mm-hmm. that i would never you know couldn't couldn't live without yeah but <laughs> um i think also it's just like such a time where i mean maybe not for everyone but you just want to fit in so it's like altering you know what you look like or what your music sounds like or just trying to kind of fit that, you know, that, I don't want to say vibe, but like, you know, like fit in. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was something, you know, I struggled with. And it's like, oh, I wish I would have just, you know, followed my heart and just would done what I, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, I'm doing it now, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, well, I remember... I remember meeting you and uh, music business classes at UL, and it's what, just what? like um, <laughs> music merch. <laughs> to to see like everything that we had to, everything we had to kind of do for homework, being yeah. being something that being something that we would use and in an application in some actual business that we'd create for ourselves as musicians, like that made it feel so not like school. Yeah, it made it feel way way easier because i actually enjoyed it and thought that there was a a purpose to these classes and thought that oh these this is actually applicable in my you know life after college so it definitely helped to to think about it that way and you know trying to learn something that you don't want to learn and trying to cram it in there yeah and and to at that be spending money on it and to be maybe even taking money out of the bank for something that you're you're still not a hundred percent sure that you're gonna you're you're gonna finish and see all the way through. I mean that that could really mess some people up. Yeah. So it's it's odd, man. It's odd, but yeah, like I said, I think uh, I think I enjoyed enjoyed it just because it was yeah. it was interesting to us and it yeah. applied to what we had to do. And I did not feel like I was in <laughs> school at UL for yeah. sure. But I do have to say because I was thinking about it. That one class we were in together. <laughs> Do you know what I'm about to say? No. <laughs> the Cajun Zydeco class. Oh. <laughs> so let me just say, there's this class, and I'm oh. not going to name names, no. but oh, it, <laughs> no. it, was, oh, no. it actually worked out for the best. Um, so it was a very hard class. Oh, my goodness. So hard. It was very hard. Um, and taking the final, I knew I was going to fail, but I was like, take it no matter what. Like, just, just go with it. Well, this one girl, like mid-exam raises her hand and she was, you know, she asked a lot of questions throughout the class. So, you know, it wasn't uncommon for her to do that. So I, I, we, no one really thought anything of it. Um, (laughs) she was like, is this our final? This reads midterm. And (laughs) everyone just like looked around and our teacher just went pale. He, and this was during COVID. So like everything was basically locked. I don't even know why we were on campus. But no one else was on campus. And he was like, hmm. <laughs> he was like, you could just see the panic. And like all the, the doors of like the other rooms were locked. So he couldn't like go in and print it. So he just gave us all hundreds. Yeah. If we like filled out, if we did our best on the back, he was like, you got all A's if you try. Thank I can't even tell you what I wrote. God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Thank God we didn't drop. I mean, I know because midway I was like, oh, I should just drop. It was very hard. And honestly, I play Zydeco and I play, 
I I play the music and I I'm familiar with it and I still struggled in this class. It was intense. It was just very uh, detail specific, a lot of memorization and yes. a, for someone who doesn't understand the music at all, it was a very fast paced class to try and wrap your head around all oh, these yeah. all these concepts of different types of accordions and yeah. who's playing very similar sounding music. Yeah, but but don't if you're going to college, don't count on that happening because that was a rare thing. <laughs> sure. <yeah. laughs> That was insane. But I will say there's also merit in saying that you should stick through a class because there was a lot of people who dropped my econ class thinking that they just had no chance because mm -hmm. professors said there will be no room for for bonus points. Like there's no there's no extra credit coming. They so tend don't to ease up. Don't though. then they ease up because <laughs> everyone's failing the mm -hmm. class. It's like yep. You, I mean, <laughs> all these people drop, and by the end of it, there was like so many free points in in extra credit that I was able to still yeah. make it up in the end. If you can just power all the way through it, it's usually worth it. Power through. <laughs> yeah. That was wild. Yeah. And college, <laughs> college feels so short. It feels so quick, but you know, while you're in it, I think it's forever. Yeah. It goes by really fast. It went by faster than high school to me. Definitely. Dang. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I, you know, sometimes I, I really shouldn't be, giving it any advice because really, <laughs> it, things are just, you know, yeah. you can't control everything in life and mm -hmm. everyone's got a different, different point of view, different draw the cards, you know, but there's some kids that are going to do music as a career kind of regardless of, of what anyone says. Yeah. And those are the only people that can, can really make it in the end. And I, I heard that quote kind of the other day and I thought it was a really good one, which was like, if you can imagine yourself doing anything else, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's really all, all I can do. Yeah. So. And especially like out of time now, like where we're at, like everyone's at different parts of life. And it's like, it's hard not to compare like to someone who's, you know, doing something totally different than me. But, you know, um, I think just like, you know, doing what you love. Cause you know, some, like I have some friends who are very successful and they're in something I could never do, you know, like stuff with math and like computer, like I could never do that. And I'm like, why am I comparing myself to them? Like I would not, I would not <laughs> enjoy my time doing that. Um, so just like be happy where you're at. Cause you know, if you put in the work and you believe in yourself, you're going to go far. Um, and that time looks different for everyone, you know? Yeah. And there's also, there is also a, uh, a benefit of going into something that really, even though the music market seems saturated at times, it's like, you don't see everyone really like fully dedicating to this idea and, and the people who, who stick it out will, will be rewarded because mm -hmm. it's, there's, it, there's less people overall that yeah. can, that, that really think that, yeah that choose that as a profession. Yeah. Um, so I just have to have to believe that mm -hmm. there there is a little there is a little reward for taking the risk, you know. Yeah. And it's like, not, it doesn't kill you really. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like every year, so when I started like playing music live in 2016, you know, I would type up like goals for next year, goals for you know the year after that, and. You know, sometimes when I'm like, oh, I feel stagnant, like I feel like I'm not doing anything and I feel like I'm not growing. Um, it's cool to just look back at those goal goals and just be like, wow, like 
not only am I like I doing that, but I'm doing that times 10. And it's just cool to like see how far you've come with, you know, doing your best and doing what you love. And um, just remembering like, you know, that girl who I was then, you know, would be so happy to see what I'm doing now. So I try to remember that when I'm like feeling low or like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Um, definitely. So. And it definitely, it's hard to be slow sometimes. It's, yeah. hard, it's hard to think slowly. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be patient, exist slowly and to to move through time easily. It's very, it seems very um, urgent. Mm-hmm. It seems so... Um, Everything's such in a rush. It's like, I got to be in a rush too, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just relax. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not killing you. Oh, speaking of that, at my show, oh, the snap. fire alarm went off. Oh, my gosh. Because, so in the building of Cite, there's those apartments. <laughs> Apparently, someone, like, caught something on fire in their microwave. But it was like 30 minutes the alarm went off. So everyone was seated. Elise was about to go. It was almost oh, seven. Elise was about to go on. But I was like, oh. let's wait 10 minutes in case, you know, some people come in. Well, in the middle of those 10 minutes is when the fire alarm went off. I was like, oh, thank God. Like she wasn't playing. Well, anyway, oh, yeah, it was like 30 song. minutes and the fire department had to come and turn it off. And at first I was so nervous. I was like, everything up like you know me i was like panicking i was like do i need to stop drop and roll like what's happening but um you know it ended up working out um it's really cool so my photographer got so everyone was lined up outside and it looks like everyone's lined out outside to see me and like lined up at the door it's like that's a cool photo um i could tell the story about that as to it. why they're there not to saying uh, like if on the pictures i could tell the stories to why those people oh, yeah, are yeah, lined yeah. up outside um but yeah this sh- <laughs> I, <laughs> I know isn't that so funny <laughs> it's such a fib but it was <laughs> that took me way too long i know i was like i was like should i explain it i'm just gonna keep no. going <laughs> but um no it ended up being great um we still ended the night pretty early. I think we finished around like nine thirty, which like hey, good. I like good early parent. shows, man. Like I like to be in bed. You know, I, I'm in, I'm not a midnight show person. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, it was great. Very nice, very nice. Do you think you're gonna try and play uh, around town or like outside of town? Think you're gonna travel at all? I want to, but you know, my band. They all have day jobs and, sure. you know, um, one of them's my boss, <laughs> Mr. Ed. He plays the keys for me. Um, so just like lining something up. Um, that's why like I'm doing like big gaps in between shows. So my next show's in September. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I just like don't want to get burnout doing it because, you know, I did the whole acoustic set three hours like twice a week and. And I think that's when I really started falling out of love with music is just because, like, you know, playing to very few people and, you know, just being background noise and, you know, having people shout, can you sing this song? And me not knowing the song <laughs> because <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like I live under a rock because it's like every time I'm like, <laughs> I haven't heard of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's 
it's true. Excuse me, I just burped. Because it's from when I almost died earlier. You have to insert the Shrek clip. Oh my goodness. She, she asked for it, ladies and gentlemen. It was exactly what happened. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I just don't want to get too burnt out on it. So just taking my time and working on new music. Um, yeah. So what, what is your, your work life balance? You know, what, what is your, I love that, that you want to, you know, cherish this relationship between you and music Mm -hmm. and like your relationship with music means something to you. So what, what does your work life balance look like? Um, it's funny you say this because I was, recently talking with my friends about how, you know, since I was 16 working three jobs, um, just trying to, you know, pay for music stuff and get everything going. And, you know, it's, it's a business. So you've got to spend money to make money. Um, so just for a long time, just doing that and became a routine. And now it's just like, I have this one job and, um, you know, I do things on the side here and then like my shows or my hats and, um, but it's still, it's like, wow, I'm very chill. And it's like, I can, it finally feels like I can enjoy the present, you know, and and just enjoy my time with family and um, fall in love with music more and more each day. And for the right reasons, now for the longest time I sang for me and now I'm singing for Christ, which um, just is exactly what, you know, I need. And um, it's been, you know, I'm trying not to like, do I need to like, be working way more like like because I'm so used to that feeling um and I think God's just you know blessed me with just this time to enjoy just doing this and enjoy just doing it for him and enjoy being with family and friends and um yeah just just being in the moment and I know that sounds so live in the moment but for the longest time, it's just like always thinking ahead and never just like the now. Um, and I'm thankful that lately I've been able to just sit and relax and just be still. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Tell me tell me a little bit about this, uh, the hat business. Yeah. So I didn't make this one. My friend Valeria in L.A. made it. I've mm-hmm. been making little friends like with hat people. It's, it's cool. Um, but I used to work for the guy downtown, Colby. And this is right before I moved to Nashville. I fell in love with it. And, you know, when I kind of like the new dream was like, yeah, be a singer in Nashville, but also like open a hat store, like be a hacker. And I started learning and reading and practicing and investing in tools and came back to Lafayette to visit. And he trained me and um, continued making hats for me and started making hats for friends. And then I moved back and now I'm just like you know, for my free time and making them for myself. And if someone like messages me, Hey, make me, ha- I make it for them. And, um, you know, if I ever do open hat store, it'll probably be in another state. Um, I don't see myself owning hat store here. Um, so right now I'm just doing music and kind of doing it for fun as a hobby. And if someone wants one, yeah, I'll make that. Um, but it's, it's nice to just, you know, go home and be a little crafty. Yeah. It's a very you idea. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. So whenever I tell people, you know, like, oh, what do you like to do? I'm like, well, I like to make hats. And they're always like, huh? I'm like, let me just show you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something I've been doing. Yeah. And I mean that in the best way, because it's such a good idea to, to make a business around something that is authentically yeah. you. And I've seen you, you know, enjoy fashion in that way for mm-hmm 
whole time that we've been at yeah. UL. And then <laughs> for you to start doing the business, I thought that was a really yeah. good idea for sure. And, you know, it might be small now, but that that's a good idea that could last you forever. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so how many hats have you made? I've made probably about 12 for wow. clients and then myself about five. Wow. I only have so many wall, like so much wall space. Like you come to my apartment, there's hats everywhere. Oh my gosh. It's a little, I don't want to say embarrassing, but it's just like, it's, hey. it's, it's more than you think there would be. So, um, but it's cool to just like throw one on, especially if you have a bad hair day. But, um, yeah. <laughs> it's, so when I drive, I have to like lower the seat and like lean it back, adjust my steering wheel. It's a whole little process, but. It's fun to wear one, <laughs> especially when it looks like you. What was uh, what was Nashville? What was Nashville fashion like? Hats, <laughs> Hats boots, sure. mainly bachelorettes. That's all. <laughs> like I'm. That's all you saw. I read something, and I was. It was like an article, so who knows how true it is? But like more like houses or Airbnbs than actual like houses that people mm. live in. I'm like, oh, that's insane. Yeah. So I know the housing market's insane over there. Yeah. I would not want to be. I mean, like everyone has roommates. Like people who are in their mid thirties who pretty successful music lived with roommates, even if they were married. And it's like that's a little interesting. Like But wow. that's the like that's what you do there. Wow. It's like I don't know if I'd want that. <laughs> wow. Um but yeah, I live alone now, which is nice. I do get a little lonely, but um I like my space. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I only spent a little bit of time in Nashville, and uh, definitely a lot of bachelorettes. Yeah, that's, yes. that's about right. But uh, I, I imagine you could definitely make a pretty penny selling hats in Nashville. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was a, there wasn't as many hat stores as I thought there would be, mm. um, but there was a few that were really cool, and there are others that are just like you know your touristy hat stop that mm. have like cheap hats that you can make right then and there, which are cool. But like, you know, I like the hats that like, you know, are a part of someone and that tell a story and will last you a lifetime. Um, mm. So there were only a few handful of stores like that. I unfortunately didn't buy any because um, they're expensive. But heck, I'm making my own. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know, UL did a pretty good job teaching us the importance of um, you know diversifying your assets yeah. and, and thinking thinking of your business and in more creative ways. I mean, mm -hmm. to really say that, you know, music's for free now, you have to really monetize in, in different ways and and figure out what kind of service you're providing people. Mm -hmm. What what are you really giving um you know, what's your product? What's your what's your product that you're actually gonna sell because the music's not selling the same way anymore. Yeah. So it's it's, it's so crazy to me because it's like, you know, I'm not gonna go buy a song. But at the same time it's like an artist isn't going to just give away their painting. You know what I mean? No. So it, it it's it's so weird. I don't know. Yeah. Like I get it as a consumer and as an artist, but like you know. Yeah. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just uh, it's where we are now. Yep. You know. But. I I think there's still better opportunities today than than back then. So yeah. I, I say, you know, yeah. It's just different. It's just yeah. a different way. But to think of musicians as t-shirt salesmen, that's so... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's 
it's a funny way to look at it, but it's it can be kind of, you know, degrading sometimes if you if you let it be. But yeah, but it's really just you got to be smart. You got to be got to be on your toes to really do what you want to do. You're gonna have to do a bunch of things you don't want to do. That's how exactly. it's al- it's always been that way, and it's those things yeah. those things that you're doing might change. Yeah, but it's never easy to get to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. and life's always gonna be work. So yeah, you know. Nothing good comes easy. No. (laughs) No, and I've I've also gained an appreciation over the years for anyone who's gone far, done anything in this industry. It it didn't come easily Mm -hmm. to anybody. Even if I say, oh, that person's not as good or that person's not, um, you know, maybe they don't deserve it or whatever, but it, it you know, none of it comes easily. They stuck with it. They stuck (laughs) with it and they, they, they put some amount of work in that, that others can't can't say they have yep. so so I respect it all you know it's mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to, to live your life so yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so what was uh what was Easter like for a Christian singer uh so had a long week of just rehearsals and just getting everything ready to go but it was so fun you know just being able to worship with my friends and family and um it was just really cool rewarding you know our hard work um but yeah, I have Wednesday off, which I'm excited. I'm going to New Orleans. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a lot of songs, a lot of singing, um, which I think is the most strenuous, you know, mm. just because, you know, every Sunday we sing three, three songs and I practice throughout the week and I sing in my car, but that's really the most I do. Um, and just singing all those songs you know, multiple times, it just kind of wore, wore me out. But I'm like, Taylor Swift can do a three and a half hour show. I can do this. Um, but yeah, I just need to practice more and do more shows. Mm. <laughs> yeah. it Starting to sing in my own band has definitely shown me that being a vocalist is way more like being an athlete. Yeah. And like having to always be taking care of your voice and to be in practice and in, mm-hmm. you know, staying warmed up. Breathing. It's, it's <laughs> definitely a change for me. I've been playing guitar yeah. solely for yeah. for so long. And so it's a way different thing to do live too. Thinking about the words, not like, oh, I'm thinking about the guitar. No, yeah. it's all gotta be it's all gotta be second nature and just That's why I just prefer to sing. It's mm. just cause like, you know, when I would sing and play guitar, like it wouldn't be it would be like fifty fifty in. But like singing, I'm like a hundred percent in and um so yeah, lately I've just been, you know, I had one little acoustic thing at the show box recently and I had my guitar player play. So I was like, you know, I just want to be in the song. <laughs> um, and that was really fun. So um starting to do that. You know, singing, it's like my first instrument. Um, so I'm gonna keep rolling with that. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Yeah. You excited for Lauren Daigle at Festival International? Yeah, it'll be fun. Um I'm excited they're having her. Um, so my friend from Maryland who, okay, so this is, her name's Alyssa. She was my roommate in Nashville and she moved, um, to Nashville to see what it would be like just to, you know, dive into the ocean. (laughs) Um, and she worked remotely so she could kind of move wherever she wanted. Um, but she ended moving up, moving back to Maryland, probably like the same reason I, I did um, not only like job, but like, you know, missing home and missing family. Um, so she moved back to Maryland. So she's flying in for festival. Um, get a taste of the South. 
Dang, I'm actually playing festival. Really? At actually the same time Lauren Daigle is. Oh no! Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I'm playing Artmosphere seven to ten. So she starts at seven or six thirty. Yeah, it, sh- it, sh- it shouldn't overlap the entire time. Okay, but, okay. but yeah, yeah, <laughs> Artmosphere. Uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Gonna be bringing in a UL student singer. Okay. Come sing with us. Well. And, uh, she's she's pretty badass. That's so awesome. We're pretty excited about that one. How cool. Yeah, I'm excited for um festival. And it's like my first festival that I can actually enjoy. Because last year, I came back and worked at the hat store um, mm. to help call me out. And yeah. that was really fun. But I, I didn't get the full festival experience. So this year, I'm excited to not only get that, but to kind of uh <laughs> have Alyssa kind of experience what Louisiana's like and I'm gonna bring her to get some crawfish, bring her to Central. Um those are like my two main places. And who's this friend again? Alyssa. She was my roommate in Nashville. Oh okay. So that'll be fun. So yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I gotta give her a little tour, man. Yes. Um, be a little tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> Lafayette's Lafayette's a gym. Yes. But definitely definitely during festival international. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like Yeah, I'm so glad it worked out because she was trying to figure out a time when to come and uh, she's like, How about end of April? Because originally we were just gonna go to New Orleans and kinda hang out the weekend. I was like, April's perfect. You can come for festival, so I'm excited. Festival International is honestly so crazy and we're so lucky to have it yeah. in Lafayette. It's a free festival downtown Lafayette. I hope it stays free forever. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> we got to buy some merch, I guess. Buy some merch. Buy some Festival International some merch. Some crawfish bowls. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a special thing. I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until going to other music festivals outside of Louisiana. Yeah. Or just once I was 18. But to have that free festival downtown Lafayette, it's like the whole city gets taken over. Yeah. And it's like 400,000 people over a weekend. Something like that. I've, I've read that stat. Remark. Mardi Gras. Almost. Don't quote me on that, but it's something <laughs> crazy like yeah. that, and it's it's a wild thing to see. It's, I think it's one of the biggest uh, multicultural festivals yeah. that you can go to. It's, it's yeah, it's a big it's really one. Cool. I love like all the booths of like people from different countries. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, I remember <laughs> one, one night I was just like dancing with some friends to oh I forget what kind of drum band this was, but like like. Um, from some African drum band and they were just killing it. And you go across and there's like an, uh, Armenian death metal band. Mm-hmm. And it's just this, uh, European techno thing. It's like, okay, <laughs> but, um, we grew up like that. Yeah. I mean, what was, did you go when you were younger? I think the earliest one I remember was being like 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, my mom, unfortunately, she's not into like crowds and festivals, mm. which is fine. You know, everyone has their own little thing that they like. Um, but my stepdad, he plays at all that. So he plays with Jared Lane. Mm. Um, so she's been going to stuff like that. So she, we've been <laughs> we've been getting her into it. And, you know, she's always supported me and my sister. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got some good memories there. Yeah. But well, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. You have uh, anything else coming up that you want to tell the people about? Um, You know, just working writing um enjoying the time and um so in september is kind of when i'll have something new around my birthday um i don't know if i'll call it like my birthday show i don't know (laughs) my birthday party (laughs) (laughs) you're invited (laughs) you're invited everyone's invited i don't know still working out the details but yeah just go stream sweeter than honey 
<laughs> sweet. Because it's sweeter than honey. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I think that's a, a good place to wrap it up. But thank is. you so much for coming, man. Yes. I hope, uh, you know, anyone from UL, I hope to be a resource for. So. Yeah. So glad to, <laughs> glad to see you doing it, man. Yes, Thank you for coming. You too, Pablo. Awesome. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Peace. <laughs> Yay.